Hello and welcome to another episode of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. My name's Paul Cochran. Um, Brett Skelly's with me, mate. Gee, this tough week. Scores were low. Mate, it's... Uh, we said last week before we came on that it's uh, it's one of the toughest weeks that we're probably going to have all year. So um, if you made points there and you're, you're winning <laughs> rounds, you're doing well. Hey, Tommy Swiderski's with us too. Uh, we said carnage, mate, and I think we got what we promised. Yeah, roughies galore um, all over the place. Albury was uh, a bit of a struggle, but it was a good card on um, Saturday night at Menangle. So the um, we, we talked about that 600-point barrier being pushed. Well, gee, it was nowhere near that. Our leader for the week, 459. So, um, Tommy, what do you reckon? Are we going to see more of this? Like, because the racing is going to be highly competitive and really spread out for a while now. Are we going to see more of this type of score pattern? I don't think so. I think the Hunter Cup had a lot to do with it, particularly that metro area. Um, I know Luke didn't drive all week, really. Um, so... Hopefully not. Hopefully we see plenty of scores and we're getting into double point, triple point territory quite consistently. So hopefully we see 500 plus every week from now on. Okay. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. We had the lot this week and we've nothing left to wait yes, for. the week that was, guys. I'll tell you what, as we said, uh, scores were spread out. There were some good scores though. And the man who got the highest score of the week, Robbie Morris. Robbie, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. 64 points, Robbie. Back to back. Um, we talk about Captain Ravishing, our own Captain Ravishing. You are the man. Uh, <laughs> you've, been, you've been a bit of a, um, bit of a fantasy friend over the last couple of weeks to a lot of people. The highest score two weeks in a row. Um, mate, double points comes with the captaincy. So there's a lot of expectation, a lot of pressure. Are you feeling it? Oh, I try not to think about it. I've got a lot of people that tell me about it. Um, yeah, look, it's one of the things. I think everyone's having a good time with it and um, keeping everyone interested. And let's hope it gets a few new people to the sport and keeps them interested too. You got a good spread of uh, results across. Obviously, you were one that was earmarked really early in the piece when the game has been formulated that you might be quite popular because you do you do travel. We see you in the Hunter and we see you at the Metro track. So we knew that we were going to get a lot of output from you. Um you got a good spread of results over the last couple of weeks, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, probably, you know, a good bunch of couple of winners. And um, I think what helps too, you know, a lot of seconds and thirds. So you just keep chipping away a little bit of consistency, never hurt anyone. So, um, yeah, look, you know, probably they get the star quality sometimes during the week with the amounts that I've got. But they're sort of always driving horses that generally sort of fill top three or four spots, which I think definitely helps them. Yeah, mate, do you reckon we've uh, underpriced you there? Um, I, I'd like to say I should have been top of the tree. <laughs> but, um, oh, no, I don't think so. I think it's, um, you know, you've got to probably do it as, and I think I'm, I can't remember, to be honest with you, Archie would be able to tell me, but I'm pretty sure I was 1.2 or something, was I? Yeah, 1.225. Mate, I'll tell you one bloke who thinks he's, he's underpriced compared to you is Josh Gallagher, but... You got the wood on him, boy. mate. You got the wood on him. Six, you got sixty-four this week. Joshy was our second highest for the round on sixty-three. So I know he likes to throw a few barbs around the Lucky Lodge stables. There, you just let him know that, will you? You got him another week. Yeah, <laughs> you got I him. Told him all over again. I just keep telling him too. I think yeah, well, probably when it comes to pricing, um, you know, still fairly hefty price, one point two two five. But you know, Jack and Cam probably the only two ahead of me, and it's probably you know. Like I said, they've got a little bit more power, you know, over the last year or so, 
when it comes to carnival time. So probably fair when you look at it that way. But I've got to say, as much as I hate doing it, I do agree Josh is terribly underpriced. <laughs> do you want us to edit that bit out? <laughs> Nah, give him. He'll listen to it and make it feel good yeah, for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Robbie, uh, the week ahead, how are we looking? Um, should we put you as captain again this week? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a bit of an unusual week this week. I've um, I've got a quiet Thursday. Uh, sorry, quiet Tuesday, but I still think we can walk away with some points. Um, I, I've, although I've only got the three drives um, on Tuesday, first three races. You know, Van Doren looks well placed. BJ Lindani looks well placed, and that is parallel so um if they don't be sort of you know they're not all going to win of course but it'd be great if they did but they're probably all three horses will be able to run first three and then we'll head off into Penrith and um you know I'll obviously have another good enough book on Friday night and um yeah Port-au-Prince I know Kez has told me Port-au-Prince and last 10 going heaven and um a few of them are stepping out on Saturday night so my Saturday night book looks okay as well so hopefully we have another consistent week again. That's a good sign Port-au-Prince because uh yeah Quality horse, that one. Uh, BJ Lindenny's one you mentioned, Robbie, that, that's interesting. I think people were probably banking on 10 points from you there, and that didn't work out. They probably weren't banking on the 10 points that you picked up uh, on a 34-1 to shot there on, on Tuesday. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, it, um, BJ threw a right old spanner in the works. He just got himself a bit ungainly and sort of, I, I thought, oh, geez, this is gonna, it was going to be a bad start to the week. I thought he'd be a good thing for sure, but uh, Trotters, Trotters and racing can throw up a hurdle all the time, but we managed to, um, like I say to anyone, you just got to turn the page and go again, and we've managed to do that, and, and we had a good week. Boys, it was we talked about the, the spread of points, but it was a little bit top-heavy. Look, Robbie, 64, Josh, 63. Um, so they're two that we knew were going to be, for want of a better phrase, journeymen through the game and, and pick up that those points through accrual. But you know, the, both those boys had real good weeks, like on, on track. You know, you got to you got to generate winners to be able to come up with that sort of number, Tommy. Uh, I think that almost the MVP of the round though was Jack Brown. I was forty nine points. Yeah. Forty nine points for the young fella. Yep. Yeah, terrific young driver. Drives everywhere as well. Is happy to travel. And I'd like to hear Robbie's thoughts on on Jack and how he's progressing in his career. Yeah, Jack's... Um I know Jack pretty well. He's um he's a good young kid and he's uh he's driving really good. He is. He's um getting on the right horses and he's putting them in the right spot. So um yeah, I think he's a driver that you know hopefully as he gets through his junior driver term, we need junior drivers to to get through their claim and then, and go to the next level. And he's um you know he's sits in good. He's got a good head on his shoulders. So um you know he's doing a really good job. He's in your team, isn't he, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. will be could, for a long I just time now. Quite fine room for him. I, I really wanted him. I needed to shuffle some money around. The one that I did bring back in was Will Rickson, who really delivered this week, 36 points. That was a good output from, from Will, Brett. Yeah, it was. But I'm the same as Tommy. I think um, Jack's a good one to have in your team for 580,000. Oh, he's it's, a steal, isn't he? 580 if he's yeah. pulling you 49 points. Um, Jack Callaghan just got the business done, 42. Robbie, at one point, I was talking to his family there at Newcastle Friday night, and I was just doing some sums that he completely I completely forgot that he was he wasn't going to be available on Saturday night and I know that I know that Jack's uh, fondness of the the pink leaders jersey is not necessarily as, as high as yours and and <laughs> I, I did flag with with his brother Tommy and, and with and with Jack's mum that Jack could be in back in the pink this week but uh, you managed to uh, you managed to get him you had some good results there late night so 42 points for for Jack Callaghan uh, 
What's your thoughts on the Pink Leaders jersey, Robbie? I prefer mine. <laughs> Mate, you don't stand out as much without the Pink Leaders jersey, though. That's the thing. But um, uh, Archie's at- not happy about it. He can't find me on the TV. He said to me the other day, he said, Dad, they come up on the TV, you won. I couldn't find you anywhere, and then I realised you had them pink colours on. <laughs> well, even I had to look for them now, and, and uh, you know, look, you know, it's a status symbol, Robbie. The idea is that we want to, you know, only one person gets to wear those colours. They've been commissioned especially, and you, my friend, are the first person to get them two weeks in a row. Yes, it's an honour. That's what we want to hear, Robbie. That's it's an honour. <laughs> hey, boys, another one that did quite well. I, I brought this bloke into my team, uh, Brad Elder, 31 points for the weeks because we saw him pop up at Manangle on Saturday night as well. So uh, he actually won the first at Newcastle. I did a bit of a sweep through the stables, walked past him and said, uh, nice one, Brad, 10 points. He said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, mate, I brought you into my team this week, 10 points for the fantasy. He went, oh, good. I thought, Big fan okay. of the game. Yeah, that didn't quite <laughs> did the conversation. That's about as much as you get out of him at the best of times, don't worry. <laughs> didn't quite pan out how I thought it would be. There was one race, though, on Saturday night. I can't remember what it, uh, which one it was, but all four place getters, were one, it was a, a sort of strange race where I only had four drivers in the race and they managed to finish first, second, third and fourth. It was one you were in, Robbie, and Jimmy Locke picked yep. up some points in it as well. Like... That's almost the perfect scenario, uh, Tommy. Actually, I think it was one you – I tell you what, Robbie, it was one you won, and I had the skipper's arm bent on you this week too. So it couldn't have worked out any more perfectly, Tommy. That is the perfect scenario. Yeah, you got very lucky. It wouldn't happen to me. It only happens to the commissioner, <laughs> but we'll move on. It's funny. Um, yeah, look, so, you know, some good scores. We had a weird week. We're going to get into the ramifications of the, the Hunter Cup and how that played out, but uh, – Amanda Turnbull, 30 points for the week. Nathan Turnbull, 28. I think we're going to see better out of those two this week. Uh, Parks is on, the, is on the plate, and I think those two have got a real good book, particularly Nathan when it goes there. And Cameron Hart, we didn't see him Saturday night, as we said, and still picked up 24 points. So good spread of points, but definitely that, that real sort of top end, uh, Robbie and Josh, 64 and uh, 63. So, Robbie, you're... You're not the highest point scorer overall for the season, but you're not far off it. And we've got to, we've got to take into account that uh, you had a holiday for a week as well. Yeah, I had a um, had an enforced rest. So, um, yeah, I missed a week or 10 days there for a bit. So, um, yeah, look, it's, um, it's good. And I always get a, um, a good flow of drivers and a lot of support. So, it's, um, yeah, it's exciting times. Josh is actually uh, on top of the table. So when we talk about whether he was underpriced, I mean, I guess his, his output over the first four rounds of the game, Brett, probably suggests that that might be the case. He's he's picked up 229 points. Now, that said, uh, I don't think Josh has missed sort of any of the race meetings. So as we just said, so Josh is 229. 229. Robbie is at that 215. And, and as we said, you take a whole week of what we normally see, Robbie, Generating sort of four race meetings in that time. You got fifty or sixty points there that you're probably missing. So yeah, sounds like Robbie's, Robbie's having a swim or something. Something there. No, I just, I just jumped in the car, guys. I'm on my way to get Archie to school, oh, and we just got through. We've got a school pickup. So uh, Jack Halligan, two hundred and eighteen, and Cameron Hart, two hundred and ten. So yeah, the the points are, are certainly. Um, yeah, certainly been spread around, and th- those those four guys, I think, yeah, we are looking at four of the most expensive people in the game, and and so there we go. We didn't get it too, too far wrong, Brett. 
No, no, I, we might have uh, been a little bit uh, generous with Josh. But apart from that, I think we're pretty much spot on. All right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winning. Hey, that's pretty good. Winner. That was legitness. That I say, all right, all right, all right. Wow, winning. Bam. Just like that. That's all there is to it. That's, that's all there is to it. A winner. Just like that. I'm the winner. Is boys, uh... We've mentioned Troy McDonald a few times on this show. He is leading the competition overall, and he, he went a little bit further in front. Not only did he win week one, he's managed to win week two as well. So, Tommy, you, you, you set this up when we spoke to Troy on the phone a couple of weeks ago. You said, oh, maybe there might be more than, more than one Harvey Norman voucher coming your way. Well, he's managed, and he said, I, I do plan on stockpiling a few of these. Well, now he's got two to his name. Robbie, your young fella, Archie, he's just missed out. One point off uh, off winning the round. Yeah, no, he'll, um, he'll be pretty stoked with that. I don't think he's checked it. He, he likes to stick with his team that he's got. He sticks loyal. And, um, yeah, I'll, when I pick him up from school, I'll tell him he'll be pretty chuffed with that. And he gets right into it. How old's Archie now? Seven. How's, how good's that, boys? We've got a seven-year-old. Game second in our game. Four weeks into it, it's not making uh, making us look very good, is it? We're uh, we're all struggling behind, but yeah, no, well done. What sort of what's he going with with his team? Where, where's he picking up his his point of difference? Oh, I think obviously I'm his captain and Josh is his vice captain, so he's probably not gone too far wrong there. But I think he just picks whoever drives what he thinks the most in that region. Um, I think he, I think from memory, he's got Will in his team, and I think Jackson, his team, is junior drivers. That's what I said to him. I said, you've got to put junior drivers wherever you go because people use them to get nicer horses into lower races. So um, he's gone along them lines, and he's, he's picked his team. And um, he was a bit upset with the Bathurst sort of situation because he wanted to have Amanda, Mitchell, and Nathan, all of them, but he had to pick his shoes. So I think he went with Amanda and, and Nathan, I think, from memory. But um, more fun with it. He's having a bit of wiggle room. And, uh, yeah, he ran second. So yeah, he'll be chuffed with that. Oh, it's brilliant. Good little life lesson in how to budget. That's that's what this is. It's more yeah. than just more, more than just fantasy harness racing. Good little budget lesson. So. Cause he's and I'm glad that that's going to put a smile on his face. He's carrying a, carrying a busted arm at the moment too, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's got a little um, little fracture in his arm, but we've got to go see the doctor this afternoon. I reckon another fortnight that'll come off. So um, he'll be pretty happy to get that off and get back to work in his ponies and doing all the things he loves doing. Good stuff. Well, Robbie, you're, uh, you're you're on your way to pick him up. You're probably not far from the school gates. Uh, I know your place isn't far from the school, so. <laughs> Uh, we can hear the hear the car uh, in fine form, mate. You've got some good news to pass on to the big fellow when you when you pick him up. So, uh, I uh, I'm glad that you got that news. That's going to be a beautiful little moment for you both to share on the drive back. He'll be he'll be chuffed. He will. That thanks a lot. Good on you, Robbie. Well, best of luck with you with your drives this week. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Eh? Will do. Thanks, Robbie. All right, boys. Um, how about that? Eh, we got. A seven-year-old, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's flying in this game, showing us up. Who's outperformed all of us, outperformed, you know, quite a few thousand people as well. So, no, it's a, it's great work, isn't it? So, how, where are we at? How's your teams going, boys? Not too bad. 27th for the round, 40th overall. So, I'm, cool. I'm hanging tough. Um, I was looking at the top of the points. Troy's got an 88-point gap to second. 
and there's 88 points between second and 24th. Yeah. So he's flogging everyone at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Troy's going to win so many vouchers, he's get a big screen TV on yeah. the horizon, I think. <laughs> well, haven't we got to stockpile the old second-hand ones here? Maybe we could do something about that. <laughs> I don't Brent. think he's willing to trade. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, he's he's absolutely flying. He he really is, uh, and you know, he must see my team. I'm fourth overall, and I think I was thirty something for the week or something like that with with mine. So, I've where there's gaps in my team is I picked up a few zeros, yeah, uh, on different lines. So Troy's team, as we said, we don't have have oversight of these teams. Troy's team, obviously has managed to eliminate some of those zeros. And that's where he's – because I think the gap between him and I in week one, it was not much more than 10 yeah. points or something like that. So he's cleared out, and that's obviously where he's making those gains. I was sitting there on, on Saturday night um, as a 24-year-old on a Saturday night looking at the fantasy um, scores. I was working out Troy's team in the Metro, um, trying to figure out, you know, he went up by this many points and, and trying to work, work my way through it. And I, I don't know how he's done it. I couldn't work it out. Um, I've got a few drivers that I know he's got, um, but yeah, he's flying. Just he must he must pick up points in Newcastle and uh, Brad Elder, and he just spot on. Spot yeah, on. you'd have to. He, he must have some of those drivers that are sort of you know lower down on the price point that are picking it. So you'd assume like a Jack Brown's done yeah. well for him this week potentially based on how he went and, and a Brad Elder. Yeah, captaincy on Robbie, have Josh in there, and it can build up pretty quick, I guess. Mm. In what was a really tricky week, you know, I don't think there were too many zeros in his team, and that's that's the trick here. Yeah, I mean, there's some very tricky regions, um, like the Hunter and the Riverina this week, which were hard to pick. But yeah, given his uh, his what what he scored, it's um yeah, it's hard to see any fault. Boys, um, we spent up big on Amanda Turnbull. I, I just said before, I I think we're we're in for a much better week out of Amanda with Parks and then we're going to get into that business as usual kind of system with Bathurst and we are seeing her at Menangle a lot more than we normally have, Brett. So uh, are we staying staying patient though? I think for this week, yes. I think this is the, the sort of do or die week but the um, the Turnbulls uh, usually do pretty well at Parks. So that's this is one to watch um, and yeah, we we expect big things especially on Wednesday night. I think that Nathan, as I said before, I think Nathan Turnbull's going to have a, a relatively decent decent sort of night. Yeah. He's got, he's got, like when I went through the fields for what's nominated for Parks, he's very prominent in the early markets for all of those. On the nomination sheet for Penrith um, on Thursday, I did see four, four of his horses. I'm hoping he drives them and we'll see those fields later this afternoon so we'll know well before lockout. Uh, he. I did actually message him. He said that he he's got he's got a few in at Penrith yep. as well. So yep. that's good. Yeah. So you'd expect a good week from Nathan. Uh, where are we at with Doug Hewitt? We've mentioned Doug Hewitt a few times. Uh, he's in my team. He sat in my team all week. I, I'm enthused about what's ahead. I think that we're going to get some good results, as we said. The Hewitts and the and the Turnbulls usually do very well in that western region. I think their time is upon us. Yeah. Dougie's, there's an eight race car at Parks and Dougie's got seven of seven drives. Yep. Yeah. One I, drive at Menangle tomorrow and um, he'll be on rip at Menangle on Saturday as well as a couple of other drives. We're just waiting for the fields there. But uh, I'm sticking with Doug this week. He's not 
He's only 750000 It's not like he's a multi-million dollar player, so I'm happy to stick with him. Yeah. Yeah, if you've got a Mander and Nathan in your team, that makes it hard to get him in there, though. So it's, um, yeah. I don't well, know. I've got both of them and Doug. Yep. Me too. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I, I, I'm going to stick true this week. Um, from and we'll get into the get into the trade scenario a little bit later in the show, but yeah, I think their time's coming. So I just would say to people, just weigh up. You know, if you're making that call, and, and you, it, it would be understandable. And I think Dougie would be the first one to say, gee, those points would make it really hard to stay patient. With you know, I think he's come. I think he got seven points this week, yeah. and it was a fairly low score the week before. But you know. I, I'm I'm leaning towards hanging on. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably where I'm where I'm headed with it. River Rain is a bit of a problem for us at the moment, isn't it, Tommy? Big problem. Um, I don't. To be fair, I don't have much invested at the top. Um, I've got Blake Jones in there, but Aubrey, I think they only had a six race program, so there's not that many points up for grabs, and uh, obviously didn't have a winner, Blake. But James Locke's been doing well as a cheap option in that area. Um, Eighteen for the week driving at Menangle and um, Penrith, had a winner at Penrith. So it's a difficult region, but um, double points up for grabs this week. So, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. And that, that'll change it up a bit, won't it? Yeah, it is. And it's one to try and invest in, I suppose, this week. But, yeah, disappointing for, yeah, Blake got eight this week. Uh, Jackson Painting got two. Um, and I was helped by the fact that Lee Sutton I had on the bench uh, for 215,000. Um, I had a no score there, and, and so I got his score it's of 14. 14. So, yeah, yeah, nice. That, yeah. Jimmy Locke would have been just about the highest Riverina scorer for the for the round. I believe so. I yeah. believe so. Yeah, around the eighteen because mm. he he picked up points at Menangle a couple of times. So yeah, you know that's yeah. Um, do we so with that double points score up for grabs with Aubrey? Do we have a look at it? Do we, do we pursue it a bit further? I've I think me personally, I'm taking one of the the big guns, one of the Blakes um, or James McPherson or um, yeah, any of the, the top scorers there, and I'll try and filter through some some value. Um, interesting, they had the prelude to the Aubrey Cup, and Lee Sutton won it. Um, I wonder if Nathan Jack will come back and for that drive on, in the feature race Did for really Russell well Jack. at Aubrey in that yeah. kind of a Cups night last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Did really yeah. well. Yeah, Nathan had Jack. other commitments uh, on Friday and Saturday, so obviously wasn't there. But yeah, you would would expect to, yeah. to see him come back. Obviously, there's a there's a bit of a Stab in the dark type system with with how we go about picking our team for some of these meetings later in the week. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's people who seem to think that we've got some inside intel on on some of this stuff. Here's a little insight in. I picked Abby Turnbull in my team. Well, Abby didn't have a. I, I bought her in this week and she didn't have a drive. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I thought she might have been one that we might have seen at Albury. So I was just guessing, um, and we didn't see Abby go around it at. I was, I was throwing up between Abby and Cameron Mags. I thought Cameron Mags might be one. In the end, Cameron actually ended up yeah. ended up featuring in a few results there and would have picked me up a few more points. I had Michaela Towers. She was listed for a few more drives and um, there was a couple of late changes. Still finished with seven points at the at the minimum. So that wasn't too bad. That was a good guess. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I had uh, – I've got Brian Smith actually as my, as my sort of – Basement price reserve, and I think Brian actually won a race during the week, so yep, I picked up, go. so I got his his points. So that, there's a bit of a bonus there too. And sometimes, you know, that's just that's just the luck, is it? You know, like you picked up Lee Sutton's points, Brett, 
you know, it's, it's, it can be fortuitous if you have a non-driver. That's it. Well, yeah, I had Abby Turnbull as well, thought that uh, she might get a few more drives than she did. But, yeah, it's um, – but it, it, as you say, if people think that we've got the intel and I'm sitting at number 296, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, I've got the wrong intel. Yeah, absolutely. All right, what about – and Jackson Painting's one that you flagged just before. Jacko hasn't had the, the quantity of drives mm. that, that we may have expected until this point. But, again, the game – Riverina's been – probably the unique region in the game so far because it's been Carnival of Cups heavy and we've seen Junees and Tamoras and, you know, Albury this week. Uh, all these sort of regional, you know, not necessarily Riverina Paceway at Wagga. So we're seeing the, the, the clubs on the periphery of Wagga or within the Riverina region have been the tracks. Yeah, well, we've only had the one... Uh, meeting at Wagga since we've started uh, with this game and we don't have another one until I think it's the 24th of February so you know it's it, as you say it's particularly difficult given that we're off to the um, I don't like to say it but the smaller tracks mm. with the Carnival of the Cup so it's yeah once we get back to Wagga um, Jackson will come into his own yeah I mean and we mentioned this last week on the show it's just a little bit of luck as well because I think there was one week where we raced at Wagga twice. Well, the one that featured in the game, Jacko didn't really fire a shot. That's it, yeah. The other race meeting he carved up. Yeah. So it's yeah. Just, just a bit of luck of the game too, isn't it? You know, so he certainly got, you know, showing that, you know, he's going to be what we expect he's going to be, you know, with with, with rolling out results uh, at that Wagga track. The, the Hunter Cup boys, we, we spent a lot of time last week and obviously we didn't get to ask Robbie about it because we thought that Robbie – Robbie yeah. might have been one out of play. But then we said, well, what if he doesn't get in? It could actually skew very heavily in his favour or Josh Gallagher's favour. Well, Robbie's horse, Pete said, so didn't get a start in the Hunter Cup. Mm. And look what happened. Yeah, Robbie and Josh, within a point of each other, are in a fair way in front of everyone else yep. on the points ladder this week. Yep. Uh, did it cause the, the, the carnage? And can we... We we talked about the the scores being lower this week. Can we attribute a lot of that to the the absence of a Cameron Hart, a Jack Callaghan, a Jack Trainer, a Luke McCarthy? Well, I think a lot of people wouldn't have been keen to trade those out, and we mentioned that last week. Would you trade out Cam or would you trade out Jack or somebody like that, knowing that they've got limited drives during the week? I think most people would have kept them in. That's why we see all the low scores. You know what's what, what I found interesting because Tommy, you said you were trying to trying to, in your head, work out what Troy's team might have been. And last week we said the, the absence of those guys we think might might sort of condense the, the field a bit and we might bring teams like Troy's and, say, mine are doing well to bring it back to the pack because we thought, well, our teams are, are that high because we've got Cameron, yep. Jack, Luke McCarthy. Well... It didn't happen. No. Did it? I mean, Troy's cleared out even more. Yeah, he's put lengths on the field, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a difficult week, but look, the top score of, what did he get, 400 and... 459. 459, so it's yeah. not... So it's unders based, yeah. On, yeah, based on what we've seen. But we've got to think in a couple of weeks we'll be having double and, what, six... There's a night, uh, Len Smith mile night, six group ones yeah. on the night, so... Yeah. Um, all double, triple. Oh, it's going to be... It's just going to be chaos in a few yeah, weeks. Roller which coaster be, stuff. It'll be great. So yep. I think we're just finding our feet now. Everyone's learning the game, understanding it, um, trying to save a bit of money. And I think everyone's basically got a strategy now of how they want to do it, whether they want to you know, go heavy in particular areas with their budget. Yeah. yeah. Uh, suspensions and availabilities, boys. Um, 
I know we've got a few inquiries around uh, Grace Pinella was one that people wanted to get back into the game. So what you'll see on the game platform is is there's a function in the back end of the game that the developers can actually go in and basically make a driver ineligible to be selected. And if you've got them in your team and they've been suspended, they'll be flagged. Now, it's 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 not as easy as that might sound. And, and we talked about this, remember, when Robbie got suspended and we said how, how perfectly clean it was yeah. for the game purpose because it was it, end, it started on a Saturday night and it was back of our – basically ended the following Saturday. So it was a clean, perfect week from the game perspective. Now, some drivers, their suspension might... Blake Hughes is a perfect example. Blake Blake got a suspension on Monday night and then was unavailable. Then for the, he took it straight away. It was yeah. unavailable for you know parts of the following week. Now, when you're in the process of picking your team on Monday, Blake's available. And then come Tuesday morning, he's not available. Unavailable because yeah. he's taken that suspension. It's not as easy for the developer to be able to just yeah you know, push a button and say, "Well, don't pick him in your team anymore." It doesn't work like that. So sometimes it's just going to happen. Where oh, Blake's in my team. Yeah, there's another one. You know, a nine hundred and seventy thousand dollar driver, and I carried him in my team. So it's not like I. <laughs> I was in a position to be able to, to move on that either. I had the same thing with Grace Pinella um, as we went into the Tenworth um, and the Golden Guitar. Yeah, and I kept her in there on spec. Maybe she would have uh, been driving there, but no, she was rubbed out on the uh, the Wednesday and didn't drive from the Thursday onwards. So uh, they're just the things you've got to cope. Yeah. So Grace was re-added back into the game. Now, a couple that are missing at the moment, uh, Leighton Green, if he's in your team, uh, Leighton's still out till the 15th, so he's still got a little bit of time, so you won't be able to draft him in, that's one function, he has he has been made unavailable on the platform, but if you've got him in your team, he's one that should have an icon on it that says he's he's got a suspension at the moment, and Jake Hughes is another one, but apart from that, we're, the game's pretty pretty clean at the moment, we've got some good boys and girls out there on the, on the trucks who are been behaving themselves and uh, so they're just a couple of drivers that you want to want to sort of ha- have on your radar that they're unavailable for you. So, boys, the schedule this week. So we go from obviously we're back at Manangle tomorrow to kick off uh, round five. We're up to yep. so you know it's uh, it's moving fast, isn't it? We're already we're already into the second month of the game. So Manangle on Tuesday. I've already already heard Robbie say he's got what he he's only got a small pool of drives tomorrow, but. He thinks they're all three genuine chances. Do we, would you take that? Would you say, right, I know you've only got three drives, yeah. but if that can equate to 30 points to kick off, that's not a bad outcome. Yeah, and as you said, he's got a busy end to the week. He said uh, Penrith, he'll have a good book, and as well as Newcastle and a couple of uh, stable stars on Saturday coming back. So he'll still be the captain. Yeah. yeah. safe. So that's Tuesday. Now, the Western Region round uh, is at Parks. So on Wednesday, so that's a that's a whole different dynamic again to the Bathurst track, isn't it, Brett? It is, yeah. It's a smaller track, um, different horses win there, and as I said before, um, you're looking at somebody like the Turnbulls. Amanda has an amazing record there when she goes up, so um, that's why I'd be keeping her in my team. And as we mentioned, Nathan um, will do pretty well there, and has uh, rides at Penrith, uh, drives on Penrith as well. So pre post uh, pre post markets on that parks meeting. 
there's a lot of favourites with Nathan Turnbull's name next to him. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's no there's no guarantees in those pre-post markets are, are merely a guide, but, yeah, that, that shows that he's got some leading hopes. Yeah, him. and he, as we said, um, he's got a couple of horses in on Thursday night too, so they're just bonuses and whatever he picks up at Penrith just um, just extra for us, and he's a must-have, I think. Yeah, well, as you said, Penrith, Penrith's on, on Nathan's radar, so... Yeah, I mean, and that, that's the way you've got to view it, you know. And we've talked about Amanda Turnbull, for example, when she comes to Menangle. View them as a bonus because her bread and butter is on those western tracks. So Penrith on Thursday night, we've already heard that, you know, Robbie thinks he's got some good hopes there. We're going to see uh, – we are going to see all the, all those guys who were away on Saturday night for the Hunter Cup back at Penrith as well. So, you know, good points generation. But as we know, Penrith's one of those tracks that brings those – those uh, younger drivers and the claimers that we so Jack Brown, Will Rickson's, yep. Hannah Rickson, you know, the, I think we're going to see a real good spread of points through the metropolitan region. Yep, yeah, through Tuesday and Thursday at Penrith. So um, Friday we've got the double header. So Friday night we're going to have this scenario. We we talked about it so Saturday week ago when June E was on and we had. Sort of, sort of June Eamon angle, June Eamon angle, and it was there was races coming at you every sort of fifteen minutes or so. Yeah. It's going to be that type of scenario again on Friday night with Newcastle and Aubrey. That's really cool. Like the the constant constant influx of points. If you're diligent and you're keen on the platform and you and you're paying attention, it's cool when all those points keep coming in and and you can see. See how the leader leaderboard moves, Tommy. Yeah, and the best part for you know me personally being a bit of a punter, you know. You don't really have to have a bet and you've got an invested interest in the result. Um, every 15 minutes there's something going on. You're constantly refreshing after every race and, yeah, the double headers are good. And don't forget double points, Brett. Aubrey, Aubrey's Carnival of Cups is, is the double points race. That's it. We've got the uh, Aubrey Pacers Cup. So, yeah, that's our, our double this week. and be interesting to see who's there. Um, obviously, we had the uh, the first meeting last week at part of their Carnival of Cups. So, um, see who's backing up and see who's going to be driving some of these as well, which the, will be interesting. Yeah, and the interesting thing with Albury too is it's it's far enough south that you're probably not going to see, whereas some of the other Riverina Carnival of Cups meetings, we've seen a lot of the Western stables go yeah. uh, to your Junees and Tamoras and those meetings. It's not going to happen at Albury. No. Now, Nathan Turnbull, he's already confirmed they, they certainly won't be going. We're not going to see the Hewitts and the and the Turnbulls at that one from the Western region. So it is going to be a Riverina, um, I guess, event. However, the banana peel and all of that is Victoria. how close it is to the Victorian that's border. It. And that's where we get some of those drives. And we've already flagged so some names, I guess, to look out for. Nathan Jack, potentially. Mm. Um, and Abby Turnbull. Uh, I know that like a Mark Buckingham, a Cameron Mags, uh, some of those guys that may not necessarily be your week-in, week-out drivers may actually be highly in contention for the this Aubrey meeting. Yeah. I think we'll almost certainly see Nathan Jack there. So I think if um, if you can afford to get him into your team, he's one to definitely look at. Yeah, well, he came and dominated last year. at that. I was there at that Aubrey meeting last year and, and um, he left with a bag. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he'd be he'd be one. Uh, he's certainly one that I've got in my sights. If I can get some level of confidence that that we might see him there, that that's that's just the only the only doubt. It's a lot of money to spend if you if you're not 100 yeah. percent locked. He's going to be there. I think I might take um, Lee Sutton um, 
use of one of my trades. Willie Pike won the prelude last week, won it well, will more than likely be the favourite or thereabouts in the market, and it might be worth a gamble at 215000 for yeah. Lee in case yep. um, Nathan doesn't come. Well, Brett's already seen a payoff. There yep. you go, Brett. Yeah. So you thought you were battling in this game. Now Tommy's still in you. Still in your trades. That's how come he's doing so well to start off with. He he took my first team rem with it. I changed one. <laughs> so look, it's, I, I think it's an interesting round the way the schedule's set up. You know, with with Parks and Albury going away from what what is that normal, yeah, you know, normal structure of of points generation that we're used to seeing week in week out so far. Throw in your throw in Albury and Parks, and there's a real point of difference with those two tracks. Plus the return and the availability yeah. and now into that carnival-type mode of, you know, your Hearts, Callaghan's, yep. McCarthy's, trainers, those guys. Even Brad Hewitt had an excellent week, 30 points, yeah. nine yeah. drives for the week. Um, and I know he's got a few in tomorrow and as well as Saturday, a few nominated. So um, I think there will be a good spread of points this week. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and although uh, it's not a double points um, event, yeah, we probably could have found reason to to throw some level of um, boosted value around that Newcastle meeting, Brett, because they're, they're in the midst, they're in the middle of this mini campaign, which is the first year of running called Feb Fest. Yep, it was a great night there on Friday night at the track for their Carnival of Cups night. They've got the Newcastle Mile, which is a triple point score next week. In between. Is a lot of good racing again at Newcastle. Yeah, they've got a very good uh, ladyship race on this week. So, as you say, part of the uh, the Feb Fest. So, um, it'll be well supported. It's for decent money. So, yeah, it's another one that, as you say, we, we could have chucked extra points on too. But, yeah, luckily we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, just, just on that, I was there on Friday night. It's a cracking night. It was a beautiful night at Newcastle. I think it's one of the great tracks to go to on a, at this time of year. It's... The weather's amazing. You're so close to the action there at Newcastle. It's right, right in this, right next to the Newcastle Night Stadium. So you're right in a really good precinct, and you're close to close to everything. There's plenty of parking. If you want to want a beer or a soft drink, I'll tell you what, you won't struggle to find one at that track. Uh, there's plenty of food options, and they had a band on on uh, Friday night as well, who were really really good. So it's a great night out. Like I said, you're so close to the action, and you'll get a good meal there as well. So get along to that Newcastle track if you're if you're in and around the Hunter area, or even if you feel like a road trip for a Friday night. Good place to go to the races, Tommy. Yeah, beautiful. I'd imagine on a, on a beautiful summer's night, plenty of uh, cold beer, and yeah, f- family friendly as well. Bring the kids along, and uh, a bit of live entertainment doesn't hurt. A bit of fairy floss kicking around too, I think. So um, you know, that's a that's a delicacy for all ages. I uh, <laughs> I would have thought. Mission failed. We'll go next time. What this trade will do is serve as a benchmark for future business, Kevin. Why are you running? Why are you running? Kevin, let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you in a few minutes with an exact confirmation. Sorry, bro. Voice. Right. So three trades this week. Uh, and, and we need every one of them. Each yeah. week, oh, you, you just need those three, don't you? Yeah, I'd love a fourth this week, but uh, it's not to be, but... Very, very difficult week for trades um, looking at nominations lists. Not having the final fields out just at the moment, uh, it's a little bit tricky, but um, I'll reassess come four or five o'clock. What's the, what's the priority, Brett? Is it to try and find a way to manage the zeros or is it 
is it turning some of those middle tier scores into something a bit more bit beefier? I think that now that we're hotting up towards Miracle Mile, um, trying to get those top scores in in the city, uh, yeah, and trying to get those ones locked in for now, I'd love to get Luke into the team. I don't at the moment, but geez, who do you take out? Yeah, I mean, I've got Robbie Morris, Jack Callaghan, Cam Hart, Josh Gallagher. They're locks. They've got to stay. See the Jack Brown or Henna Rickson. So I mean, yeah. They've both been and both been good. They've both been good and they've and been their price up. points too. Yeah, so what do you do? Yeah, who, I mean if you, you want to get out? Luke in, you need you need a bit over a million bucks. You kind of struggle to turn Hannah Rickson into Luke McCarthy. I have got the you money. You need eight hundred grand. Yeah. Got the money parked, but it's, I have you? it's it's a case of who do you take out? Hey. Well. You are going to get more points out of Luke McCarthy than you are out of Hannah. It's just what whether what you see is value for for what you well, spent. that's it. Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you do? But yeah, she's been so consistent and so good um, through the first four rounds of this. Then yeah, it seems a shame to take her out. Well, there's only so many spots as well. So you know, if I look at my team, there's Cameron Hart, Jack Callaghan, Robbie, Josh Gallagher, Will Rickson, and then I've got Hannah in that that last. So would be six spots. So that metropolitan six spot. Um, yeah, I'd like more points out of that spot, but but I don't really want to get rid of any of the others either. No, so no. Will Will was the swing man for me last week where I took Luke out and bought Will in to give me more cash to be able to spend. What did I bring in? I bought in uh, – well, I had to get Robbie back in my – no, I actually had Robbie. I can't remember what I did. <laughs> I can't remember. Gee, this game goes by week on week, doesn't it? But there we go. This guy's sitting fourth as well. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. But it, it's about going. Well, if you spend that, what do you expect in return, Tommy? And what, what's the points that goes with that money? And am I better off not getting as many points, but have not spent as much for someone else? Yeah, there's good value in the metro. Like Stephanie Morris uh, and David Morris, they had great weeks. David Morris picked up thirty-one points. So you know, you don't have to. You don't have to have Luke and, and Jack Trainer and, and those big drivers because, like, we've got Carnival Cups this week. Why not Why not try and go for the double or um, beef up your Hunter or your Western? So I don't think it's all about the big guns. Um, I bought Chris Geary in this week. I, I will trade him out this week for Will Rickson. He's on fire. 23% win rate this year on 53 drives, placing or winning at 53%. That's Will. That's Yeah, that's yeah. Will. That's yeah, very going, good. Going great guns. Yeah, and, yeah real, good, real good value. I, I tell you... I know who it was. I had I wanted to bring Amanda Turnbull back in, so I needed the cash that I had for Luke, and I so I had a little bit of change with a little little bit of manoeuvring with those three trades, but I needed, you know, certainly needed every bit of that to be able to make that work. There's an interesting this week. Jack Callaghan, no drives tomorrow at Menangle, only listed for one drive at Penrith. Could pick a few more up um, on the nomination sheet. That's all I saw. Um, does have a few good drives on Saturday night, Peaceful and Madrid, um, and could race at Newcastle. But are you willing to risk, you know, no angle, limited Penrith potentially? Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, you'll, see, you'll see him at Newcastle. Yeah, for sure. Luke, yeah. for ex- another example, he's got a one drive tomorrow. It's a very good chance. It, um, one drive on Thursday listed down for, that's it. And Saturday night he's got Bondi Lockdown, Kingmaker Ferry uh, Tinkerbell. So he'll have a good book on Saturday, but... Probably not the rest of the week. Um, so there's another scenario. Jack Trainer as well. He's another one. Two good winning chances tomorrow at Menangle, but he's only listed for four drives on Saturday. None at Penrith and um, Newcastle. We don't typically see Jack up there. 
it no. could it would be surprising no. if he went up there. So yeah, won't see him, I don't, I'm not sure if Jack's an option this week Gee, for Tommy, me. You've thrown up some curveballs there. Yeah, you could make a case for and against every single one of those names yep. that you've just thrown up there, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do you go for someone like Stephanie Morris? Seven drives at Menangle tomorrow, listed down for four drives at Penrith and two on Saturday night. So you're getting good quantity there, aren't you? Mm. Yeah. Brad Hewitt, three drives tomorrow at Menangle. He had two winners last week on the Tuesday program, so he could definitely get you know, 30, 40, 50 points this week. He's got his uh, feature horses in on Saturday too. There's another spanner. Gee, Jack Callaghan's an interesting one with the, with what Tommy's just throwing up there. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, the lack of drives in the, uh, the, well, the first half of this week anyway. So. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely know Penrith, where he'll stand uh, at 5 o'clock today and Menangle on Saturday. You're just taking the gamble on that Friday night, really. Well, we are going to see him at Newcastle. Yeah. That's his. Yeah. That's where he's from. That's his. That's where his family are. Um, he had a lot of drives there on Friday night. That I, I, I'd be highly surprised if we don't see Jack at Newcastle. I, I, I think, you know, if if that's what's going to help you make up your mind, no, he'll be there Friday night mm. at Newcastle. So it's you're going to have to start across those fields, Tommy. Yep. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the best part of it. I think just being a student of of the game and keeping people interested. Well, at as least well. with at least with Saturday, we'll get an yep. we'll, we'll get a look at Saturday before the um, before the lockout ends. Yep. So that's handy. Gee, this this is a puzzler for people, Brett. <laughs> yeah, well, you're probably asking the wrong Tommy, person. Given I'm near three hundred, this is why Tommy's yeah. in the hot seat. Exactly, he's coming with yeah. his sheet of notes, and then he's just throwing up these. These scenarios, right? So let's go through that again, Tommy. So Jack Callaghan is is one name. Luke McCarthy, the quantity doesn't appear to be there. However, no. the quant the quality on Saturday night looks pretty good. Yep. Yep. So there's so there's that to consider. But we could potentially be looking at certainly less than ten drives across the week for Luke McCarthy. For sure. We? Yep. So. One tomorrow and one at Penrith. Gee, you'd at need the a moment. few winners to justify a million bucks, then, wouldn't you? But if you've got Four winners out of that. Yeah. And yeah. Then all of a sudden you're back in the game. Yeah. And who was the other name that you threw up? Jack Trainer. Jack um, Trainer. yeah. He's got two good chances tomorrow. Le- uh, Leaf Stride in the Trotters race tomorrow. Um, that will likely be short. Um, and it was only listed for four drives on Saturday at Menangle. No, none at Penrith and uh, none elsewhere. So um, he could pick up a few more uh, when the fields are finalised. But... Yeah, just at the moment, he's just down for four. I reckon Jack's got a big night on the horizon. I just feel it like it's just bubbling and brewing, you know. He's the defending premiership, Metropolitan Premiership winner. and He's got his good man, Stingray Tara, in on Saturday too. So yep. um, depending on where that lands in terms of the field, um, that should be yeah, pick-up points for yeah. sure. You, you, you have both got Cameron Hart in your team? Yeah, he's yep. not going anywhere. Yep. So, yep. yeah, because I, I think... This is the time where we're going to see. Yeah, you know, Cam's Cam's already confirmed he'll be at all those meetings that we that we assume he'll be at. Um, so I, I I think we can expect a good score yep. out of Cam this week. Yeah, gee, Jack Callaghan's the one. That's interesting. Mm. You know the the quantity not being there. Although, you know, last week he he, he turned up halfway through the. I passed him in the car park when I was getting out of there. Passed him halfway through the. Through the race meeting, turning yeah. up. It's not that unusual, I guess, on a Tuesday afternoon for Jack. Mm. So, <coughs> yeah. I, I won't be, personally, I don't think I'll trade him out. Um, just because I want to, 
Phoebe Betts only has two drives at Parks on Wednesday. She did get 14 points this week, which was handy, but I want to use that money in the Riverina. So I'll move Phoebe, uh, Chris Geary for Will Rickson, um, and then I'll shore up one of my zero scores up in the Hunter. So I think that's my my play. I'm going to take the gamble on Jack uh, Callaghan just because I don't have the amount of trades to sort of mess around and, and put, you know, maybe Luke in um, in that place. All right. Well, I'm carrying zero. I, I had I bought Ellie Chapel into my team a couple of weeks ago, and um, since I bought her in, I'm sorry, Ellie, you haven't had it, haven't driven for me since you've been back in the team. So I don't know if I if I did that. I bought Abby Turnbull in, and therefore was a was a seemingly the reason why Abby wasn't driving yeah. <laughs> either. Um, and Matty Young's been sitting there with, without a drive for a little bit as well. So I'm carrying a few zeros there. I, I probably I think that's what I'm going to prioritise, but. I like the idea if I can if I can get some level of confidence about Nathan Jack coming in. I think Nathan Jack might be one that I'm I've got on my on my radar for uh, you know trying to get that that double points at Albury. I think that's going to be handy to have. Uh, I think we're going to see a spread of points. I think we're going to see a lot of share of share of love in the metropolitan region. Yeah, but it's how much how much that spreads. How thin does it spread, and is it is it value to be able to take advantage? Yeah, looking of? looking at Penrith's um, nomination sheet, there was claim claimers everywhere. The drivers, so um, I did see Robbie's name down for a few, but a lot of them are those claiming drivers, which is help helpful with the spread of points. Right, and have you got a priority, Brett? Yeah, um, just going back to what Tom said, it's uh, that's going to be the case for the next month or so. I think our you know our especially our Thursdays might become a lot. More, uh, it would be a lot more claimers there, um, with the focus being on the uh, the black tight races on Saturday. Um, for mine, I've got to clean up in the Hunter. I got two points. Wow. Yep. So Blake Hughes, nothing. Brenna Lindsay, zero. Sam Ison, zero. Tommy Ison, um, got nothing up in the Hunter, but picked up two drives at Menangle. So that's where his two points came from. So, yeah, it's got to be a, a clean up in the Hunter region for mine. Yeah. And and Brad Elder, again. Delivered at Newcastle, turned up at an angle and delivered as well. So I, I think Brad's done enough to, to stay in my team, but there is significant price price tag on next to his name. That yeah. I think, unfortunately, if I'm going to make some moves, there's going to be some chopping and changing at the higher price point in order to just basically swap in, swap out type scenario. Well, we've seen some carnage last Tuesday at Menangle. Darren Binskin winning on a thousand to one shot, and yeah. um, Glenn Mack. Uh, yeah. Glenn McElhinney as well, winning on a big price winner. So that attributed to the lower score of the week, but uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow at an angle because the favourites don't all win. Yep, absolutely. This is your captain speaking. Oh, captain, my captain. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Remind me, who's the captain? You be the captain. Who's the captain of this ship anyway? <laughs> what are we thinking, boys? You've already you've already flagged Robbie, Tommy. Yeah, I don't think I'll I'll be You're moving set and from forget. Robbie. Yep. Um, if I had to pick another driver, probably Josh Gallagher. Um, that'd be all. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Cameron Hart. I, I think I think there might be enough quantity and quality there this week. Yeah, it's just the lack of uh, drives on the Thursday night and Friday night for mine um, that would put me off. Given that we're not. We don't have any double or triple scores at Menangle on Saturday. So I agree with Tommy. I, I think Robbie Morris has to be a lock again this week. Um, and Josh would be your second. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think we Josh has shown shown enough that one of those big Friday nights at Newcastle is is coming as well. Yeah, it's not far off. Like we saw at the back end of last year, so you know he he almost got the got the pink jersey off Robbie, almost, <laughs> yeah. almost. Um, you know, with sixty three, that's and Josh is our highest point scorer for the year so far. So I think there's merit in, in both of them. Would you would you take a stab at? We've already said that we think Luke McCarthy's got some really quality drives at Menangle on Saturday night. Was yeah. that would fill you with enough confidence to have Luke well, as a potential he could, captain? He could potentially win three or four, so automatically you double that, and you got sixty or eighty points. So yeah. it's um, yeah, I I wouldn't rule him out. Um, next week and the week after, I think it'd be he'd be a better option as your captain, though. I think yeah. Okay, what about, uh, we, we've mentioned Nathan Turnbull. Yeah. We think he's going to have a big night at Parks on Wednesday. He's He is coming to Penrith on Thursday. Yeah. Is there enough there, Tom? I Well, I can I can hear the case for it. I can certainly understand it. Um, would, I haven't done the form for Parks. I don't know the quality of the drives. I just sort of uh, looked at the quantity sheet. Um, but if he's got you know, a lot of those fancy chances in the market or the expected market. That's all we can see till Wednesday. But um, I don't see why not. If he has four or five, well, you're stoked. Yeah, and is it fair to say that that Parks track um, is the track where it's the most likely someone might come in and and get a bag because the sh- there might be a bit more point sharing going on? Through the Metropolitan? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Is that the one track where a domination could potentially be on the cards? I can see it happening at Bathurst too. Just yeah. one of those nights, Amanda will get five Bathurst or six. Can't so. do it this week, Bathurst. Yeah. yeah. So it could yeah. be. It could be Parks. And like we were just saying that Penrith, a um, lot of claiming drivers, a lot of sharing of the points. Same with the Metro. It's going to be really competitive. We've got um, a Victorian star coming up and um, – I doubt that we'll be we'll be playing for minor money there um, without without New South Wales drivers and points. So it will be an interesting week. Yeah. I don't think we'll be seeing a, a big score. I think we'll see what we've just seen this week. So you think it's more like that f- four fifty to five hundred type score again? Yeah, that's my tip. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think given that it'll be spread around, yeah, and with the difficulty of Albury, um, yeah, I, th- I I agree. So this is like the middle overs of a fifty over game. We're yeah. just knocking it around and. Picking up singles, yeah. <laughs> Just formulating what we got to do for a few weeks' time when it'll be chaos. So we got. So we started off started off the game with the power play. Yeah, we're hitting fours and sixes. Now we're just in those. Now we're in the middle overs. Yeah. Right. Okay, Tommy. Gee, you're not filling me with a lot of lot of enthusiasm <laughs> for, the, for a fire. I thought we were going to see some fireworks this week and some, some big scores. Um, yeah. So look, there's some good options there, though, isn't there? So you know. Probably don't want to steer too far away from the usual suspects, but there's a few few that could come out and, and just have that firecracker tight race meet, which might be enough if if those points get shared around. One, one driver who has a blockbuster day or night on track could be enough to make that a real uh, point of difference play. Yeah, you know that 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 could be what we're looking at this week. You know, is that is that too kind of risky at this stage of the game? It depends on how you want to look at it. I mean, if you've got Nathan, you can say, well, he's going to win five at Parks, and then he'll come in and might pick up one or two at, at uh, 
Penrith on Thursday night, then all of a sudden that's a massive score. I mean, you're looking at what Robbie's getting um, most weeks. So if if you can say that that's going to happen, then that would be a great option, and yeah. you'll look like a genius. <laughs> well, boys, the uh, the leagues are going uh, going along nicely, so people are playing in their leagues, playing their head to heads, and uh, you know having a lot of fun with that. So if you are playing the game and you haven't joined a league. You want to set one up among a group of mates. It's not too late. You just set it up to to run for the duration of the rest of the season. So that that option's there. If you if you've got friends or family who aren't already in the in the game and want to have a crack, like, can do that. I know that these people that you know, Tommy, who've who've um, joined up along the way yeah. and and done quite well week on week. And obviously that that uh, two hundred and fifty dollar Harvey Norman voucher is a real carrot there to to bring people along for the ride. We we are seeing. More and more people join each week, and that's great. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, so don't feel like there's nothing to play for if you look at some of the scores at the moment and go, "Wow, Jim, yeah. um, there's no way of winning the car." Mm. Look, that that may be a reasonable case, but you can win the weekly prize. But most of all, you can win the argument with your mates. Yeah, well, I imagine <laughs> if you joined up this week and got in and beat Troy, imagine <laughs> that first week in and you, oh, that'd be fantastic. Took down that, took down the big dog. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, boys, what I want everyone to do out there listening is keep an eye on the socials and because, don't know, something just told me that uh, there might be some drivers getting added into the game. Beautiful. Not for this week. Just a little, just a little hunch I've got. I don't know where I'd, <laughs> where I'd find that information. Just a little hunch, boys. I think that... There might be some more drivers getting added into the game in the very near future. So, how do we? How would we feel about that? Uh, it's good to say. Yeah, we've seen a, a couple of drivers that weren't in the game win. You know, the uh, the the Tamworth Golden Guitar, and it'd be nice if we could, you know, get those double points and and pick up points along the way with with drivers that should be in the game but aren't. Well, yeah. I must say it's come as a shock to me, yeah. but it's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Given that we've uh, we're coming to the pointy end of some of our group ones, it's um, we'll we'll ha- have some uh, drivers coming from interstate, definitely. So, if people were patient enough and held on to the back end of this podcast and got that little snippet of uh, little nugget of news, uh, that that is something to keep an eye out for, then then well done. You've been rewarded for staying the journey and and going through our. our out thrashing around some rationale around how you go about trying to put together a team that's going to do really well for you in round five. We feeling good about round five, boys? How are we feeling? As good as I do every other round. So <laughs> starting gonna, on top of the world. Going to win the voucher yeah. and then temper that as, as the week goes on. Yeah. Well, I can't win the voucher anyway. Yeah. So, but it's, uh, yeah, so I've automatically ruled myself out by being awful. Tommy, you're, you're climbing. You're making gains yeah. week on week. I've got a feeling I'm going to have a real good one. Yeah, good. Yeah, I've done the homework. Look at oh. this. Look at this sheet in front of me. So, hopefully, it pays off. But it doesn't always. But I'll be there. I'll be thereabouts. I hope you can, mate. Because you know, you I need beat- a new coffee machine too from Harvey Norman. You got beaten by a seven-year-old this week. So, <laughs> so, so I hope you can, mate. Yeah, just quietly, we all did. Yes. Well, <laughs> all Troy. but all but Troy. Yeah, and, and he nearly got nearly got everyone in the game. So, um, hey, best of luck to everyone out there playing the game. I hope you are having a lot of fun with sort of navigating the. The, the nuances of harness racing right across the state, across the six race meetings that make up each round. Uh, uh, race one at Menangle, I think it's about 20 past one or so yep. Tuesday. But So that's uh, you won't have, won't have long to wait straight after the lockout at 1pm uh, on Tuesday. So get in and get those trades done. You've got three to play with. You can roll back the – if you're not happy with it, you can roll it back. You can keep tinkering with it. But as we say, week on week, don't leave it too late. Don't – 
don't get in and sort of, you know, um, be be at panic stations in the in the in the final sixty seconds or so. Uh, being there, done that, it's not a lot of fun. I can I can tell you. So, uh, get in and get your team sorted. If you listen to the podcast and you and you're happy with what you're hearing, please do give us a give us a positive review, like, share, tell tell everyone about the podcast and. Uh, we'll be talking about it a little bit more on the Sprint Lane podcast uh, with Fred Hastings and Jess Watkins as well uh, tomorrow. So uh, best of luck with your teams. Get in and get those trades done. I hope you do well and enjoy the ride. Uh, boys, good luck, Brett. I hope you I hope you do well, mate. I'm, I've got my fingers crossed for you. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> nothing like a bit of uh, sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> bit, of, bit, of, bit of collective positive thoughts, and I'm sure we can get there. Tommy, good luck. I know you're, I know you're climbing and you're, you're putting in the hard work, and, and uh, I'm sure that um, – I'm sure that 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 car is just they're working up the personalised number plates for yeah. you. Yeah, That's <laughs> I don't know what they're going to be, but um, yeah, I'm climbing, and hopefully this week's better than last. All right, good stuff, to everyone out there. Best of luck with your team. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. We will be back next week with another show, and we'll wrap up the week that was in round five. We'll see you then. Bye bye.